0: On this episode, Porn Addiction and the Two Main Points of Failure. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. It is Wednesday today. Happy Hump Day. We're going to talk about Porn Addiction and the Two main points the two main things that cause guys to fail in the journey to move past their porn addiction before we do that a quick reminder that i'm here to help you so if you have questions or feedback or you'd like to discuss one-on-one coaching with me shoot me a text message 801-742-1439 also if this is your first time listening to the show welcome this show is all about helping us kick ass as men Together, from the inside out, we talk about, of course, sex and fitness and nutrition and hormones and mind and habits and emotions and all the things we need to solidify so we can go out and create the life that we desire. So welcome. Make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button if you haven't already. So let's talk about porn addiction. I know that many of you guys are in some stage of working through this and you, as a listeners of this show are not alone because somewhere between 85 and 90 percent of men are in some way hooked on porn or in the habit of watching porn of course some don't even recognize that it's a problem i have a feeling if you were here listening to this you recognize that it is indeed a problem and you have begun or are somewhere on the path of getting it out of your life now i know some of you guys listening have already gotten porn completely out of your life, which is awesome. But a lot of you are still on that journey. And I'm fortunate enough that I get to work with and speak to uh, a ton of guys who are on this journey and have been fortunate enough to be able to help a lot of guys through this process and really not only getting porn out of their lives, but really turning around their sexual health and that side of their lives completely. And on this journey. There are obviously going to be some steps back, um, but there are two really big things that I see that really make the difference between guys who uh, make meaningful long-term progress versus guys who just spin their wheels year after year after year. Sometimes for decades, I've spoken with men who have been literally decades in on this journey, where they've known for decades that this was something that was dragging them down, they've been trying to stop, and decades later, still going. There's two really big things that I see that guys run into. The first is not recognizing and dealing with the emotional trigger side of the equation. Because the reality is that while there is certainly a you know a sexual desire part of a porn addiction when it becomes something that that guys have a really a hard time moving away from a hard time stopping even when they want to what is really more impactful than just the sexual side of it is the emotional side of it because what happens is this people guys will have an, an emotional trigger or more than one Right. And so what happens, for example, let's say it's uh, anxiety or a little bit of kind of depression or being down. What will happen is a guy feels that emotion and maybe, you know, some number of days goes by where, uh, you know, the guy's doing doing better, not watching porn, staying away from it. Right. This emotional trigger will come up being bored, being depressed, having, you know, anxious feelings, whatever it is. And the patterned habitual response to that is to turn to porn. And that originated months or years or even decades ago, right? Where that emotion came up and it was like, hey, you know, obviously this is not a conscious thought, but there's a part of the guy's brain who was basically thinking, hey, I don't want to feel this, you know, negative emotion. So I'm going to go over here and distract myself with this other thing that'll make me feel good. And that's the pattern that gets grooved in. So what happens is again, years later, decades later, months later, those patterns keep repeating over and over and over again. So that emotion comes up and that same trigger happens. Oh, emotion comes up. I'm gonna go over here and run away from it and use this porn to distract myself and to feel good, even if only temporarily. And it's so easy to get so focused on the porn part of it in terms of working on this as as a challenge to work through and get past, it's so easy to focus so much on the porn part of it and not even pay very much attention to the emotions because as you move through that process, you move past the emotion pretty quickly and all of a sudden your attention is on something else, your attention's on the porn, it's distracting you, it's firing your dopamine receptors, it's making you feel good temporarily and then you feel really shitty afterward and in the feeling shitty afterward you associate that with the porn and all of it sort of all of this sort of focus is on the porn part and the masturbating part and the ejaculating part and that's what you feel bad about after and that's what you get in your mind that you want to stop well what is at the root of it so often is that emotional piece and When we can start to recognize what those emotional triggers are and we can see when they pop up, we can have awareness of when they pop up and then we can deal with them in different ways, in healthier ways, it makes a tremendous difference in this porn addiction equation. Now, I know for some of you guys, you're aware of that. However, I know many of you Probably are not, especially if you're new to the show and maybe you've been in the nofap community for a while, you've been reading about this, you've been working on it. The emotional side is often overlooked and it is absolutely crucial because we're going to have challenging emotions that come up. We're going to feel, you know, bored or stressed or sad or depressed or angry or whatever it is. And if every time, certain emotions come up, your habitual patterned response that isn't even a conscious response, it's unconscious really, is to turn to porn. No matter what you try to do to move past that, it's never going to change long-term until you recognize those emotional triggers and deal with them in different ways. One of the ways that I kind of like to describe this sometimes is it's almost like you're driving around a city and porn is this big, giant sinkhole, this pothole that you drive and fall into. And most of the time you're just driving around, you're just driving around, all of a sudden, boom, you fall in the hole. And you just, you're on the other side of it, you know, you come out the other side of having looked at porn and ejaculated and you're just like, man, what happened? And the process of working through this is starting to recognize, okay, there's a hole out there. I don't want to fall into it. So you're driving around and one day in your awareness and trying to work on it, you you see that hole coming. So oh, I see that hole ahead of me, but it's too late. You can't do anything about it. You drive right off into that hole anyway. And then the next day you see it a little bit sooner And you try to swerve around it, but you end up kind of falling in the side of it and you fall in the hole anyway. And then the next day, you see that hole a little bit sooner and you see it soon enough where you drive around it. Like you see it at the last minute. Oh, I don't wanna fall in that hole and you drive around it and you get around it. And then the next day, you see it even sooner. Oh man, I see that hole up there. Totally not gonna drive in that thing. Drive right around it. Next day or a week later, you start to recognize what road it's on. And you think, man, I don't even, that that dumbass hole that I keep falling in is down that road, I don't wanna go down that road. I'm not even gonna go down there. And that process of sort of seeing that thing that you fall into, of starting to see it and see it sooner and take action to move around it, that is very much like this process of dealing with emotions around porn. When you're initially in the midst of a porn addiction, you often don't even have awareness that there's this emotional trigger. It's not even on your radar. And then it's, and then you start to have awareness. You start to get it on your radar and pay attention to it a little bit, but you still kind of get caught up in it. And maybe you sort of see it come up, maybe you sort of notice those feelings come up, but then you still go down the path. And then you start to notice earlier and earlier, and you start to be able to choose a different path. You deal with those emotions in a different way. You know, you meditate, you go for a run, you face the emotion head on. That's what often is the way, what we really need to do to move through emotions that keep bothering us is to actually face them. Whether it's porn, it's alcohol, it's drugs, it's whatever it is. We use a lot of these things to try to escape emotions that we don't want to feel, but it doesn't make them go away. It just distracts us for a little bit. Those emotions are still there. What makes those emotions go away And when I say go away, I mean, remove the charge, that energetic charge that they have. What allows us to release that charge is to actually face those emotions head on. So maybe it's your life circumstances that you're not happy with, right? Facing that, acknowledging it, working on it, that's a positive way that you might deal with that emotion. So there's a lot of different nuances and flavors to what emotions come up and how best to uh, work around them in healthy ways and how to face them. But the bottom line is that, again, this is a huge failure point where guys will recognize, okay, porn, masturbation, ejaculation, it's dragging me down, I don't wanna do it anymore. And they start working on stopping and they think about all these different aspects of stopping or of where they wanna get to, never even paying attention to the emotional trigger side of it. It's a huge blind spot. And if you don't pay attention to it and you don't understand what those emotional triggers are and how to deal with them in more effective ways, it's going to keep pulling you down that path. And I've seen it happen where years and years and years go by without any meaningful progress. And that's one thing, by the way, I should mention is that I know it's very common for a lot of guys in stages of trying to get through this to get really bummed out and feel kind of hopeless because if you have been working on changing something or wanting to change something for years without making meaningful progress it's only natural to kind of feel bummed out about it and feel a little hopeless like how is this ever going to change well I can tell you it can change What changes is you approach it in a different way. So if you keep doing the same things that you've been doing, if you've been working on this for five years and you keep trying to do the same things that you've tried before, newsflash, it's not going to work, right? But if you approach things in a different way, it can work. It absolutely can. And I've seen it over and over and over again with guys from teenagers to guys in their 50s or older, where it's been, maybe it's been a habit for a few years all the way up to a few decades or more. Anything from you know once a week or once a month kind of getting sucked into porn to every day for many, many hours a day, ejaculating multiple times a day, and everything in between. I've seen guys in all of those different positions completely turn this around, completely turn it around, get porn completely out of their life, totally turn around their sexual health in really powerful ways. So you can too. So if you have felt a little hopeless about this because you've tried and tried and it just doesn't ever seem to be changing, have faith, have hope, because it absolutely can change. You just need the right approach. Now, speaking of the right approach, that brings us to the second huge failure point. And this one is even bigger. This one is even more pervasive. It affects even more guys because with the emotions, there are some, you know, there are some guys where the emotions don't play a huge role. The majority they do, but there are some guys where the emotions don't play a huge role, where it's more kind of sexual, right? So, and and the emotions themselves can vary, and how you deal with it can vary, and there's a lot of nuance there, right? But this second failure point affects literally every guy that I've ever talked to who has been, quote, failing in this. Right, who's been working on it for months or years or decades and has made no meaningful progress. This second failure point affects them all. I cannot remember talking to a single guy and I've talked to a lot of guys about this. I cannot remember talking to a single guy who was failing and not making progress where this second failure point was not an issue and that is this, it is a plan of what to do. See, the NoFap community and you know so many of the, the things that guys will read about this, it's all focused on what not to do, right? Stop looking at porn, stop masturbating and ejaculating so often. You know, the NoFap community spreads this idea that, oh, if you can just go 90 days, the magical 90 days, if you can go 90 days without porn and without masturbating, without ejaculating, this magical reset is gonna happen and your sexual health is gonna be great and you're gonna be past porn and you're gonna have this amazing, you know, your erections are gonna be better and all this stuff. No, it doesn't work like that. 95% of the time it doesn't work like that. Because that approach and the approach that so many guys fall into is strictly based on what not to do. Oh, I gotta avoid this thing. I need to not do this. I need to figure out how to not do it for a week or a month or 90 days or whatever but that's only half the equation. You've got to figure out what to do because the, oh, just go 90 days or never again or whatever, you know, never, you're never going to look at porn or masturbate ever again. Number one, it's completely unrealistic to never masturbate ever again in your entire life. And number two, it's a really bad idea. It's a terrible idea. Our sexual desire, our sexual drive, is an innate and powerful part of who we are. It is our prime directive as human beings. Our most primal instinct as human beings is to procreate. From a primal standpoint, that matters more than anything else. So to think that you can somehow just shut down your sexual desire, is pretty unrealistic. You know, if you can go move to a monastery and you want to want to go meditate 8 hours a day for the for the coming decades of your life and you want to choose to be celibate and non-sexual along the way, okay. But 99.9% of you guys, that is not a path that you want to choose. So, this idea that you're going to somehow fix your sexuality by just shutting it down, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And furthermore, it comes with consequences. I've seen those consequences over and over again. We've talked about them on this show a few times. And that is that when guys go down this path of just sort of shutting everything down, it comes with the consequence that, you know, just like the rest of our our body and even our mind functions largely the same way. And that is use it or lose it right you don't magically regain this strong sex drive you don't magically regain these strong erections by just shutting down your sexuality completely and ignoring it that's that's it doesn't work like that and as i said for 99.9% of guys that's not what they want and it's not realistic so if you're trying to get away from porn and the only part of the plan that you have is to avoid porn And you know, maybe you want to go on, maybe you want to go on that 90 day, you know, magical 90 day reset. No porn, no masturbation, no ejaculation, no stimulation of any kind, whatever for 90 days. Or, Or however it looks, if your only plan is what you're going to avoid, you're destined for failure. Because you don't have a destination. How are you going to get somewhere if you don't know what your destination is? If we go back to sort of the driving around the city analogy, if if you're driving around and you ask me for directions and I just say oh well you know don't go down state street cuz if you go down state street that's going to lead that's going to lead to a shitty place don't go down state street but I don't actually tell you where to go what is the likelihood that you're going to find your way to your ultimate desired destination or that you're going to find your way to somewhere good if the only thing i tell you the only thing you know whole city full of streets. The only thing you know is don't go down this one street. Don't go down it. Okay, great. Where do I go? How do I get there? That's what's missing. That's what's missing for every guy that I've talked to who's failing in this is a plan of what to do. How are you going to access your sexuality in a healthy, positive way? How are you going to access your sexuality in a way that lifts you up and energizes you and boosts your confidence and improves your relationships and improves the sex that you have with partners and helps you create what you want to create in your life. That's what we really need. The the part about avoiding porn is simple. I mean, it's obvious everybody in the community knows that that's what everybody just talks about. Oh, stop watching porn, go your 90 days. Right? But nobody really talks about what to do. And that's what's missing. I see guys fail over and over and over and over again. And then when they get a plan of what to do, that's when things change. What do you know? When you get an idea of what your destination is and you get an idea of how to get there, things turn out quite differently. So that is the piece that is so crucial and I think so often missing in the various communities and people talking about this. Nobody talks about what to do. How are you gonna build your sexuality in a positive way? How are you gonna have a solo sex practice that is positive, that connects you more deeply with yourself, that becomes a spiritual practice, that improves your sexual energy, that improves your erections, that improves your sexual experiences with partners? That's what we really need is we need a plan of what to do. And that's one of the big things that I've tried to do with this show on lots of different episodes where we talk about that. And definitely one of the big things that I do in working with one-on-one coaching clients is figuring out strategies. Yes, you know, how do we deal with the triggers that are sending you down the porn path? Yes, you know, how do we deal with some of the environmental triggers sometimes that come into play, the emotional triggers. You know, how, how do we how do we take that first step of avoiding that street we don't want to go down? But more importantly, where do we want to go? How do we get there? That's the missing piece. So, as I said, there's a, lots of episodes of this podcast that talk about various pieces of that. A number of episodes that you can go back and listen to around you know, solo cultivation and mindful masturbation and, um, you know, positive edging practices and having sacred sex, including with yourself and various aspects of what that what to do plan looks like. But that's where it's at. If you're feeling lost, you're feeling hopeless, look at those two things. Look at number one, am I dealing with the emotional side of it? Do I know what emotional triggers send me down the porn path? And how can I deal with those in a different way? How can I recognize them, have awareness of them and then deal with them in a healthier way? And second and even more important is I know that porn is, driving, is taking me places I don't wanna go. I know it's affecting my life in a negative way. So I know I wanna get away from that. But more importantly, what is my plan? What am I going to do? How do I access my sexuality in the coming weeks, months, years and decades in a positive way that uplifts me? that fuels me and drives me forward. That's where things dramatically change. So if you've been struggling with this for a long time, a couple of things. Number one, stay hopeful, stay faithful, because it absolutely can change. Number two, look at those things. What is the emotional side of it? And what is your plan of what to do? And then number three is I'm here to help. (laughs) This is... I mean, I've, I've coached guys and worked with guys in a number of different aspects of life uh, in recent years and often our work extends into different aspects of life. But the one thing that more guys have come to me for more than anything else is this, it's working past porn addictions. It's transmuting their sexual health and transforming their sexual health from something negative that drags them down into something truly positive that lifts them up and it can be a little bit of a journey it takes consistency it takes work to get there it takes adjustments you know often it does take having that outside perspective having somebody with experience helping other guys through this getting it out of your own head but you absolutely can do it and i can help you do it if you'd like so Reach out to me. I know for a lot of guys I talk to, it's the very first time they've ever talked to anybody about it. I'll talk to some guys who have maybe talked to their, you know, their spouse or their girlfriend about it in some way. But the majority of guys that I talk to, it's something like, you're the first person I've ever talked to about this. And that in and of itself is huge. You gotta get it out of your own head. If you're the only one trying to figure this out, you're the only one keeping yourself accountable, You're the only one trying to evaluate the situation and understand what's going on. It's very, very hard when you get some outside perspective, when you get perspective of somebody who's seen a lot of guys work through it in a positive way, when you have strategies that work and you start to understand those and be able to put those into play. And when you have some accountability, right, just talking about it makes you more accountable one of the biggest benefits that guys see in coaching and working one-on-one coaching with me is accountability. You got to get it out of your own head. So again, I'm here to help you. I know how much of an impact this has on life for a lot of guys. This is the number one thing that sort of eats at them and drags them down. It's certainly the number one thing that drags them down in terms of their energy levels and their confidence and their actions that they take and their discipline and and all of those things but it's also the number one thing that's on their mind that bothers them man i wish i could just change this so i know it bothers you stay faithful stay hopeful if you're in that situation and let me know if i can help again shoot me a text 801-742-1439 or you can look in the show notes for a number of other ways to contact me sending you guys good vibes vibes of support and commitment and faithfulness move forward. You can, I promise you, you can dramatically turn around your sexual health and transform it from something that is dragging you down and bothering you and eating at you and transform it into something that absolutely lights you up with positivity and helps you create what you wanna create in your life. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon.